and hello again to another episode of Brown Town. Sitting here in the studio today is uh, yours truly, Yalda, and you don't need to know my surname, but that's fine because I think everyone knows my surname, Yalda Aini. Okay, okay. Um, and I'm here today with Justin. I'm just connecting everything. Let's see. And oh, sorry, sorry, Justin. Now we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Here I am again. I'm not in the studio, but uh, I'm here on a Zoom with uh, Yauda. Uh, again, you know we don't have uh, Mahini and Irandi today, but still, we have them in our hearts. <laughs> In our heart, oh my god! I didn't know you'd be so sappy. That was that was so cliche, but that's fine. Uh, I'm just gonna close WhatsApp because I don't want any weird sounds. Um, but Justin, what are we gonna be talking about today? Um, today we're gonna talk about some, you know, scary stuff. It's not really scary, but you know, superstitious stuff, mysterious mm-hmm, stuff. Exactly. Just and like stories also- your parents tell you to. I don't know, yeah. make sure you stay in line. Like, I mean, some parents threaten their kids by telling them, oh, you know, uh, if you're bad, you're going to get cold and you're in stocking. Santa's not going to give you any gifts. Mm-hmm. Or the Dutch version is, oh, if you're bad, the Sinterklaas is going to take you, put you in his like burlap sack and take you back to Spain. Uh, so that's that's a nice story, right, Justin? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I think it, it's always um, been way of how parents teach us without like reasoning. It's it's kind of funny because we have a saying like if you don't finish your food on a, you know on a table, then you're gonna get a really ugly wife or husband. <laughs> and that just doesn't make sense to me since I was young. But it's a really you know good um, you know metaphorical way to teach a child not to waste their food. Um, so I, I think it's kind of funny, you know, every place has different kind of stories or uh, myths for teaching children. So that's, you know, a kind of really Hong Kong unique saying. Yeah, that's, that's, do, do you have think... those kind of like myths also in, in Afghanistan or in the Netherlands as well? Yeah, yeah, we do. I think, um, cause I asked my mum because, you know, my mum um she did this on purpose she tried not to tell us any scary stories uh you know to scare us like you you have to do this or this is gonna happen you have to do your chores or this person or this scary thing is gonna come and uh, blah 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 she didn't want us because she didn't what oh my god sorry she didn't tell us those scary stories because she didn't want us to be afraid of nothing of things that didn't really exist she wanted us to be you know uh ready to face the world Uh, without believing in actual ghosts or things that, you know, don't exist. Because, I mean, the world is scary enough as it is. We don't need extra fake things uh, to scare us even more. Uh, But I asked her because I thought, you know, we must have some original Afghan stories uh, that parents tell their children. Uh, And she did tell me about one story uh, but she also like emphasized that her parents didn't tell her these stories uh, because they also didn't want to scare their children. But there's so this... they're pretty much like intellectual then, so they don't believe in in those kind of like myths or mm, yeah, I I guess so. If you can 
if that's the word for it, then sure. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think, I mean, it's ingrained in every culture. Every culture mm-hmm. does have uh, a certain belief. They do have certain superstitions and stuff and su- certain myths. Um, but, you know, that's just part of their culture. Some people believe it, some people don't. And some people just accept it for what it is and just say, it's a part of, of my culture. But I have this one story um, and I asked her, and it's called Almasti. That's one word for it. But basically, it's Madare Al. Madare Al meaning mother of all. And she ate the liver of women who had just given birth. And she did this by tying a thread to the big toe. And she, she then um, sucked out the liver of the woman. And, you know, we, of course, need our livers. So the, the woman would then, of course, die. So women who were just given birth had to be supervised. They weren't allowed to be alone. Someone had to be with them throughout the day. And a man needed to be present at night to protect the woman from madare al. So throughout the day, uh, any person could be present, a woman or a man. It didn't matter uh, who it was. But at night, we they really just emphasized that a man needed to be present uh, to, to protect, to the, protect the, the woman. woman exactly from madare al. So the oh my, I can't do you hear do you hear yeah. that? Yeah, that's yeah. just some I yeah. think yeah. some it's crazy. Superstitious, you know the, the haunted thing is <laughs> oh, coming out no. now. Justin, oh, yeah. don't say that. You're literally yeah. scaring me. No, <laughs> no, no, you're no. Just alone there, so. <laughs> yeah. No, that's um, I think some hooligans running around in the corridor. That was very scary. The comment you made, Justin, I don't like that. Don't. I'm I'm someone who gets scared very easily. Okay, don't get me started on yeah, Bloody I'll, Mary. I'll keep doing that in in this little. No, you know, no, don't don't do podcast. that. I have tears in my eyes. Okay, let me finish this story before I okay, before yeah. I die. Okay, so women who had just given birth, they had to be supervised. They had to be protected from uh, madare all, um, and. This had to be done for 40 days after they had given birth uh, to like protect them even more. An animal like a cow or a goat was sacrificed and the heart, liver and kidneys, they were thrown on top of the roof for the madare al to eat, in, to eat that instead of the organs of uh, the woman who had just given birth. So guys, beware of someone in white clothing with long black hair covering her face because that is the description for madare al. Uh, and they also say that at night she liked riding horses and then she actually braided the hairs, the hair of horses. And um, they also said that if a woman died well, after giving birth or while giving birth, then people would say that it was the fault of Madare Al. They would say, meaning they ate her, uh, her organs, her liver and organs. But coincidentally, Diliji Garishhord, that's what like my mum, when we annoy her, like we really make her tired, we really annoy her. She says, Diliji Garamarachordi, meaning you ate my liver and organs. But oh, she doesn't mean okay. it literally. Uh, and I asked her because she said that. And I was like, oh, but doesn't that like kind of relate to the story? And she was like, Oh, I don't know. I think it could in a way because it just means making someone very tired by just annoying them and teasing uh, them. Uh, and uh, so it's kind of like a like a origin for the idiom or the. I, I think so. I'm not really sure be- because I mean I don't think 
this was a story that people told her when she was a child. And I think after you're a child, you don't really dwell on such stories anymore. And just because I brought you up today, uh, she she thought about it and she said, yeah, maybe it could have come from that. Um, but uh, also another thing about Modare Al, uh, people said that she was very lonely and that she wasn't, she wanted to be friends with people who weren't scared of her. So whenever there'd be like a pretty little girl, uh, people would say to her, oh, Madare Al wants to be friends with you. But as a child, you know that Madare Al is like so scary. And if you hear that, if you hear someone saying, this crazy person wants to be friends with you, you're going to be scared. You'll be like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, um, but it's also, she's also like kind of a bad omen or a good omen. No, she's not a good omen. She's a bad omen. So when um, there had been stories about people seeing her on the road and then they'd be in cars and then, oh my God, this is scaring me because I can see it in front of me. Uh, they'd see her in front of them and then because they're scared of her, they stepped out of the car and went the other way. And then the next day they'd hear that at that exact same spot where they where they saw Madare Al uh, appear, an accident happened and she, basically she warned them Uh, by appearing in front of them or by throwing a uh, stone at their car. And um, so I asked my dad about this too, but he didn't mention this, but my mum mentioned it. She said that they, like my dad used to have a horse and they used to say that my dad at all would come by because uh, in the mornings they'd see that the horse's hair was braided. Um, but I'm I'm sorry, I'm just telling the story and I'm actually kind of terrified. So if I have a nightmare, right I, if yeah. I'm, I'm alone in the studio, <laughs> luckily yeah, it's you, not you nighttime. You should be with you, just sitting <laughs> next to you. And, and, and I, I, need, I need to hold someone's hand. Why why aren't you here, Justin? Yeah, that, that's not the focus of the of the podcast today. We'll talk about like why I'm not here next, next two weeks. Oh yeah, no, 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 it's fine. It's just like... Yeah. I need someone to be here. Okay, but uh, that was one like one of the stories that my Athens, parents knew about. But sorry. what about you, Justin? I I think like uh, we we have like these little um it's not a story but it's more like a belief or tradition we have actually um so in the first seven days of a dead people dead person so we gotta save some food for them in our house because the their spirits will go back to the place where they lived before. Um, they die, so we call it tuk tuk. So it's the first seven days, and they will come back. And I think there's like one little anecdote from my parents. Not not really a friend of my parents actually. So they put some favorite food um, of the that person in the fridge, and it's gone the other day. Oh my god! And then they say it's actually the the guy or the, the person was brought back to the place he was living when he was alive. And he took those food, and we we call the people or the guards who brought the person, the dead person, to the place Altaumami. So it's like the horse face and the ox head. So they're like the guards from the hell, and then they they just bring the person back to life to the you know to the living universe, and then they 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 let them see their loved ones one last time, and then they will, you know, they will just go to reincarnation or any other kinds of um, you know, possibilities. And and in those first seven days, uh, if we see any kinds of insects, we don't kill them because we feel like, you know, the 
you know, the spirits are actually inside of those insects. And if you kill them, then you're killing actually your parents or your friends or, you know, your grandparents or your relatives. So we avoid doing so. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not a really superstitious person, but I mean, I've, before the podcast, I was talking to Yaura. Sometimes we, we have a saying like we would rather believe in something than not believing in something because we sometimes we just don't know if something is true or not. So we just want to avoid like tragedy or, you know, some kind of things you don't want to happen. So, uh, um, yeah, we try to avoid everything. I don't want to like violate any rules or traditions we have in, 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 you know, this kind of context because, you know, just let them be. I don't want to challenge them because they, if they believe in this kind of things, that's like how they view the universe and, and also the world. And I have no rights in like judging them. So I will just let them be and, and they can just follow what they believe in. And yeah, because, you know, it's your loved ones and you don't want to kill them again when they're dead, right? Exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, one like little tradition we, we have in, in Hong Kong. I think it, it's not only in Hong Kong, it's a really Chinese stuff. So um, it's really influenced by the, you know, Chinese tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what we, I mean, we, we also have a lot of different traditions or, you know, beliefs. We Because, you know, the, the whole Chinese or the Asian culture is actually polytheist. So we, we have a lot of gods. We, we don't have like one god in our system. We have a lot of gods, just like the Greek ones. Mm-hmm. So we have one god for, you know, for the sea, one for, you know, for daily life, one for, you know, your business and whatever, those kind of things. And that's why we have a whole range of temples and you know different temples are actually in charge of different things uh for example we have a thing called tin homey in hong kong so they're more likely you know they're in charge of the fishing industry oh and and you yeah and you usually see the tin hao temples in along the coast because hong kong was actually a fishing village before um you know the colonization by the British and we, we can find a lot of like teen hell temples along the coast in Hong Kong one in, uh, one in Causeway Bay uh, one in some like islands and Taipo Chuman all of them are actually along the coast and people will go there and then they would just do um, you know some traditional stuff and they would just pray for good fortune and those kind of things and then just to pray for God that, you know, they will have a better fortune in the next year in, in their fishing, like, business and also um, their life in general. Mm-hmm. But that's just, like, kind of superstition in a way. <clears throat> yeah, that is. Okay, that was a much better story. Thank you for telling me that because the previous story you just told me, um, that just terrified me because I literally, yeah. I literally did cry. I'm just going to say I literally did shed some tears because... Um, I don't know, I think I'm very sensitive about the topic of death um, and just like the story you told uh, about the food being gone, that it had been eaten by the person who passed away uh, and then like uh, being very careful the next couple of days and like trying not to kill insects or trying not to step on insects. That's that's just like, I mean, I don't know why, but it made me very (laughs) emotional, I want to say. Yeah, I mean, there, there's like some kind of um, really, um, uh, the, the, it's 
story or episodic elements inside of all these like tradition because we we want to shape a really good story and to tell it to our audience and to persuade them so i think you try to put more like emotional like you know elements or different kind of stuff too Mm -hmm. just to make people believe in those things yeah but like you said i mean no one's gonna want to um like no one's going to well sorry no one's going to want to accidentally you know kill their loved ones and because it's such a yeah exactly because it's such a superstition uh and you don't know like someone's passed away you don't know where they are you don't know what's happened uh i mean are they in heaven are they in hell what what like what's afterlife what's what's happening uh so you just want to be sure uh that you're not like doing anything else to hurt them so you just follow the the like the superstition i mean like just like and and it's not imposing any like hurts uh, or injuries to anyone it's just superstitious you just don't touch anything or the insects in seven mm-hmm. days and that's all yeah. so i think it's really out of respect instead of like superstition to me okay yeah but it's just like a small price to pay uh to yeah. be sure that your loved one who just passed away is safe yeah and also yeah. the reason they come back is that because they love you they, they want to look at you for one last time yeah and that's why we we want to um you know keep that kind of tradition mm-hmm. damn, 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 damn. yeah but i just like just like the superstition right um i mean mm. i don't feel like this superstition but it reminds me of the superstition of uh you saying something bad like no i'm not gonna say it but you know you say something and then you don't want that thing to happen so you knock on wood three times like do you guys hear oh, that? Yeah, just yeah, like that yeah. um i think that's also like you don't want you just want to minimize the chance of that happening. Yeah. So basically, because you, you, you give, never know what what's going to happen, in the, you know, you know, in the metaphysical world. Exactly, or, you, know. you give into so, the superstition. You're like, okay, uh, that's like a mini, mini small price I have to pay. It's not even a price I have to pay. I have to knock three times on wood, and that will, uh, in my head, minimize the chance of uh, that bad thing happening to me or my loved ones. Yeah, I think you just don't need to make it you know too controlling in your life because sometimes some minor superstitions are fine um but some people are too driven by superstitions for example i mean in in hong kong so there are things like face reading uh we have um and also we have the phone show so these kind of things are like really important and it's really influential in, in people's life um, which they follow the superstitious, um, you know, stories or rules step by step, and just to uh, they just decorate their homes according to those kind of rules, and I I, I don't think this is really, um, you know, rational in a way because they just follow the rules, and they just hope that um, the rules can you know grant them some fortunes or you know grant them some I don't know love relationship or to get a better, you know, you know, business uh, in their, you know, work. So I think sometimes you just don't don't want to make the superstitions or you know the myths to get over your head and then just to be driven by them. You 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 somehow you need some rationalities. But I think that you know the small superstitions like what we talk about are fine. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I feel like, I mean, we've just moved on from scary stories to superstition. But I mean, it's in the same kind of 
uh, genre kind of same kind of topic because you have uh, like the supernatural, the superstition. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It does relate, um, but it's it's hard because people do actually believe in these things. Um, and if something bad happens, they're like, oh, no, uh, it's the fault of of you doing this. Um, and then, you know, it just kind of there's also this theory, right, that you attract what you think you attract your uh like your energy if you think negatively negative things will happen to you if you think positively positive yeah. things will happen to you and that's i feel like that's the same way with uh, with the superstition thing because yeah. if you actually believe that you did something bad accidentally if you like i don't know called the gods on you um and you actually believe that it's not the superstition that's controlling you. It's you yourself. You're controlling yourself. You're like, oh shit, I did that. Oh no, no now this is going to happen to me. But because you're thinking that, of course it's going to happen to you because you're going to be more wary of that or you're going to, yeah. I don't know, sabotage yourself. Uh, but I it's, think it's it's more like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, exactly. Uh, when, when, yeah, when, when you try to, you know, to for, tell your fortune and then to speculate what's going to happen in the future. And and then you keep thinking about it, and then you would do something because of you thinking about it, and it's just kind of um, screw up some time when when you think you know so much about one thing, and then you feel like you're gonna fail a test, you feel like uh, you know your confession is gonna fail, or whatever thing in your life, and then you just fail because you 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 believe that you will fail. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's I think it's more than superstition. It's more like you having too little confidence in yourself. I I I always tell people to have like at least a minimal amount of confidence and then in yourself. And you can get rid of those like self-fulfilling prophecy cycle. Because if you keep believing yourself will fail and then you fail and then that kind you know the, the failure will further confirms your your self-fulfilling prophecy and your speculation so that's kind of yeah that's something we we need to think about especially in these times when when you know negativity is like fueling our society and everything like that Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but it's just like in a way um yeah it's 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 such a like it's a weird thing to think about that we like us rational human beings uh we also have irrational <laughs> thoughts um, i mean that's obvious but i mean nothing can be explained really and this just relates to philosophy because we have that course right now don't we justin yeah. we have philosophy um and uh, i mean you you can never be certain of things in life because one thing you'll find one thing contradicts the thing you actually really believed in um, but you, I mean, you should just stick to your ideals, try to be yourself. And if something happens, just like evaluate and uh, you don't necessarily need to change your stance, but try to evaluate and then move on. Uh, but another thing I want to say is something that's really interesting to me is that we Afghans, and I think it's like in other cultures, the same, like I think maybe Indians have that. I'm not sure because I mean, I would ask Mahini, but she's not here. Yeah. <laughs> But but we have something called Isfand. Um, And what that basically is, is that you have like 
I guess you have these seeds, but we also have something else that we use. I'm not sure what it is, just like a piece of wood, I think. But you have these seeds, is fan seeds, um, and you put them in like an aluminium foil uh, or like in a metal can. Um, and then you like put these seeds in them, this is fan seeds, and then you burn them up. Like you put it on the on the, on the the thing, on the hot coast thing. What do you call that? I don't even know the name of it. I don't get it, but... <laughs> no, but... You, okay, okay. So you have you mean, this... You mean the stove? Thank you. Or, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the stove. Yeah, the stove. So you have a stove, right? And you have isfan seeds. You get aluminium foil. You put these isfan seeds in them or you get like a metal, metal can. You put the isfan seeds in them. You put them on the hot stove. The stove heats them up and these isfan seeds kind of stop popping, I think. But they, they have like a certain smell. It's kind of like a burning smell in a way. But what um like we do is... In order to kind of make sure that there is no, uh, we in Dutch say boze oog, in in Dari we say nazar, and I think in in English we say, what do we say, bad eye? My God, I don't even know. Yeah, Yeah, evil eye, the evil eye, no, no, the evil eye. Just to keep that, to ward off the evil eye, to ward off bad things happening to us, we burn these isfan seeds, uh, isfan or isfan, we say, um, and then you just like move it around the house and especially around kids. Uh, I noticed that we did that with my cousin. We just like, just to make sure that nothing bad happens to her, we just like isfan. And this, I remember my dad saying uh, this certain isfan thing. He said, isfan, balaband, uh, and then something. It was very funny, but it just it's just like a whole thing you say, um, but you don't necessarily have to say it. It's just the act of doing it. It's in a way to cleanse the house of evil stuff, to protect the people uh, living in the house and in Afghanistan I also saw kids with those isfand uh, cans um, and of course I mean they were poor kids it was very f- sad to see but then we'd be in cars and we'd be I don't know going to uh, my aunt's house and we'd be passing but then you know we'd stop at a stop sign or something and then you'd have like a kids coming to you uh, and then the windows would be rolled down, right? Because it's very warm in Afghanistan. And they'd have these metal cans they'd be holding with this fan. And then they'd uh, just like kind of blow the smoke into your car. And they'd say is fan, voila band and the whole thing uh, just to cleanse the car. And then, uh, I mean, of course, you'd have to pay them. Uh, but then you'd see people just like rolling up their windows but that's just like a very, th- very Afghan thing uh, that yeah, we do. Do you do it like at, at a really special occasion or after any kind of incident? Um, I no, I don't think so. It's just like I think if you, if, like I noticed it when it happened, like when I really paid attention because I mean sometimes my mum would do it, but when I really paid attention to it was when they did it to like my cousin. Uh, my little cousin, Daria, shout out. Um, and so basically they did that because they just didn't want anything bad to happen to her, you know, just like the evil eye. Uh, they just wanted to ward that off. And it's just like because she's she's like a really sw- smart girl. 
um and you know if you notice that if you notice that someone special or something or something good has happened i don't know someone uh, has passed uh, the year or something uh, then you get that and just like you, okay. you give it extra you like, make so it's, sure it's that nothing like even's um, happened you know a boosting energy uh, yeah, in a way, just to like make sure that nothing evil happens because it really is to ward off the evil uh, in the house. Okay, because speaking speaking of which, we we also have something like this. Would you try to like um, burn something in, in in a bowl when someone gets out of prison or gets out of any like you know unfortunate in- incidents? And we also use the uh, pominal, the leaves of the pominal fruit. And then we 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 just um, pat it on the person, oh. and then yeah, so it, it's a really really traditional thing. And but you do it after something unfortunate happened. It's it's not like uh, what what you mentioned. It's not like oh when you passed a year or mm-hmm. when you yeah. Get, I don't know. Get, uh, this is yeah. me saying random stuff. It could be the wrong thing, but I just noticed that with my cousin because they just didn't want anything bad to happen to her because I don't know she's smart. They uh, they were like okay. Let you, yeah, let's do yeah. That. I think I think it's also the 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 same. It's it's more like okay, you get a word of your, you know, the yeah. And if like someone comes home, like if your son comes home from uh, another country or something, just I think happy things. Hap- yeah, I think the the pominal fruit one, the you know the one I just mentioned. Pominal? Like what? Negative. What's that? Yeah. Maybe. Um, uh, I it's more like um um lemons. But Do you mean pomegranate, I, I, or am I saying it? It's it's pomino. Pomino. Oh. Pomino. I don't. Pomelo. I don't know because I don't know like the names for fruits. Oh, pomelo. Pomelo. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. It's. Mm-hmm, yeah, I see it. It's like a citrus fruit, indeed. Oh, and you put yeah, the seeds yeah. on the person who then. Yeah, but I I think it's a uh, it's a really. We, it's not weird, but I don't do that. <laughs> And we, mm-hmm. we, we also have a thing called worshipping the four corners in a room. Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of like worship the four corners when we move in a new place because you want to, you know, have peaceful um, interaction with the spirits in the house or you you just don't want them to interfere with your daily life. So you just um, worship the four corners by doing some traditional like, uh, stuff. Uh, but we have never done that uh, in our life. I, I've moved like for three times or four. But we, we've never done that. And I mean, we're so lucky that nothing happened to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm kind of lucky, but I'm not superstitious. So I don't do those kind of things. And my mom is a Christian. So we don't all we don't follow those really traditional Chinese kind of um, stuff. Yeah. OK. Yeah, um, I understand what you mean, but it's it's that's crazy that they do that four corners. Yeah, but again, superstition, right? And just like yeah. build, uh, building up on that uh, Nazar and the Isfand, um, I think that it's very common in Iran too because you know we're neighbors. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan is neighbors with Iran, um, and it says here on someone's site, on someone's blog, I think. That is just about um, if someone thinks bad about you, if someone is like, if I think about you, Justin, and I'm like, oh, my God, uh, I hate Justin. I hope this bad thing happens to him. That's basically the evil eye. That's Nazar. 
um and to oh, okay. yeah because you have people who think bad things you have people no, who, who don't like it's not necessarily a really evil thing it's not like a ghost or you know a monster well no ne- not, not necessarily it's just like uh yeah. i guess negative people thinking negatively about you uh, and people like believe that those things could come true and that's why that's one of the reasons why we use is fund um because it's just like kind of like if i say oh i want justin to die it's kind of like a curse i'm putting a curse on you right mm-hmm. um and then um yeah but this is why some people like some afghans and it says here why iranians uh are quite like secretive about what they're doing in their lives like what they're studying uh how far they are with something like what kind of like how the success in their life because they don't want other jealous people to get like jealous and be like oh no i don't want this uh so i'm gonna think ill thoughts of you and uh make sure that bad things happen to you and that's why they use this fund just like to protect them like when you're successful you you use that to protect yourself to protect your family yeah, uh, I think that some some sometimes in in Hong Kong, in the context of Hong Kong, the more successful people are more superstitious because they don't want to lose something they have and they gotta do something for it, and then they will just go for anything. They will just do the the thing I I I mentioned, you know, the feng shui, um, the zimei daoso, and everything like that. They do it like every year, um. So I think it's it's kind of funny because. They know they they have like done so many things, like with their own like hard work, perseverance, and and all those kind of things and patience as well. But at the end, they still believe in the superstitious stuff. So uh, I think sometimes you when you get to the really successful stage in your life, you just you will become kind of superstitious because you don't you you want to keep all those things together. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Like I said, you you'll you'll pay a small price to make sure that you're still successful, still safe. Yeah, that's really true. But I I always like say something like you. Everyone needs something to believe in. Mm-hmm. That's really important in your life. You can't just rely on something really, you know, dull, really concrete science and those kind of things because those are not really humanistic. We need to rely on something really emotional not really very emotional but to some extent emotional and also humanistic and then that's how you get the motivation to keep working and to keep you know working towards your goals and everything like that yeah i yeah i remember last year i i had you know university classes from in hong kong and then a professor told us sometimes you you don't want to listen to you know rational suggestions because it's just that and uh, you know it's it's boring i know what i'm going to do if you tell me the data for example in a marathon i i can't really run because i'm so tired and you tell me the data okay so you gotta want run for like 12 minutes and you gotta rest and you know those kind of suggestions are not working because at that time at the time of you know the difficulty you don't need the data you you need the encouragement the emotional encouragement you just need someone to tell you you can do it and that's all that's all you need to do and that's what superstitions or traditions are trying to do for us as well because sometimes we don't need the data we don't need the really rational suggestions mm-hmm. sometimes we just need the little um it's not really irrational but kind of you know human humane um you know encouragement yeah I would say. Mm-hmm. 
I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's cool, right? I mean, the different cultures have different superstitions. I mean, some people throw salt over their shoulder, right? Other people mm-hmm. knock on wood. I knock on wood. I've noticed that Dutch people also knock on wood. I do that as well. Okay, damn. Everyone no, does no, that. We, we don't knock, but we touch. You touch so, it. Yeah, oh, okay. touch wood. We, we say that a lot. I think you have this little phrase also, like touch wood, so something won't happen to me mm-hmm. when we say something. So we, oh, we do touch wood. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I still yeah, want to say, like, find mm-hmm. the thing that my dad said. Like the Isfan, the Balaban, Chishmai. Oh, I think it's Chishmai. Oh my god, oh my god. Let me see. Let okay, me see. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I know it was a video. Uh, and I rec- it was a Snapchat video because I love Snapchat. Yeah, I think sometimes uh, uh, in the future we're posting some videos uh, on our Instagram account. Yeah. Not, not the Slim Radio one. So. Um, I will keep you guys. We will keep you guys posted. Oh, uh, oh, on Brown Town, the Brown Brown, yeah, Brown the Town Brown podcast. podcast. We will tell you Insta. guys when we will release the, you know, you know the, the new stuff on our account because it's dead right now. Yeah, we yeah, haven't so posted we can provide anything. More like visual or, or audio. Yeah, um, exactly. Information. Because what we are doing or what we're saying is really fake and you don't really get to comprehend what's going on. And what it looks like in reality. So we want to do some more like. Uh, I found more it. More like a compliment. Yeah, yeah, I found it. Okay, I'm just going to play it. Let me see. Okay. Um, And then you guys, I'll just put it in front of the microphone, I guess. I guess, I guess, okay. Okay, let's see. <laughs> that was. Video. <laughs> Could you hear it, Justin? Yeah, I can hear it. But, but what, what's going on in the video? Oh, so basically, that was um, the, the microwave was going off. That was the beeping sound. But it was my dad. I was filming him uh, with Ispan, and then he was like, "Ispan, balaban, chish, chish me blah, and chishm." Uh, is I so I think he's talking about the evil eye but it's just like it was a very funny video and you can hear you can hear me cackling at the end just like Hair! but um yeah. it was it was nice but we should we should be um um cut not cutting off but oh my god my English has taken a hit we should be rounding off there we go I yeah. hope yeah I mean it was quite interesting I think and I mean it's just like so interesting to see that we do have similarities. I mean, Justin touches wood, I knock on wood, uh, but you also have differences, like the four corners uh, that Justin uh, mentioned. The Antian Hell temples, those kind of stuff. I think it's really um, socially constructed in a way. Like, we, we don't have the, the matter of all. I don't remember the name. Um, oh, madare all. A madare all. Yeah. <laughs> and we don't have that, but we, we still have some similar stuff, but it, it's really based on the context, the social context. And then people develop the myths and, and also the traditionals along the history. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so interested in how this is going to play out like in the future. Are people still going to believe this? Because I didn't know about this my dad at all. I had to ask my mum about this. Um, and I feel like, you know, it's something scary. So will I tell my kids about this my dad at all? Because I nearly cried telling this story because I don't know why. I'm very creeped out sitting alone in this room. 
uh, Justin's here, but what can you do if something happens to me? If my dad at all literally comes to me? No, no, you 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 are too young for a pregnant woman. Oh yeah, You're true, true. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, so then she would actually want to be friends with me. I would like to be friends with you, my dad at all, as long as you don't do anything scary yeah. to me. Okay. <laughs> I don't like these stories. If someone starts talking to me about Bloody Mary, I'm just going to cry. I, literally, I cannot. Like, the traumatic experiences I've had, like, all the stories people told me about Bloody Mary. But that's that's another topic. We'll just talk about scary things another topic another time when there are actual, actual people present to hold my hand when we're actually talking about it because no, 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 no. We're not going to yeah. talk about scary Nick, things anymore, please. Yeah. Even though Next this was... we will have uh, also Irandi and Yauda with us, I, I believe. And Mahini, you mean Irandi and Mahini? Yeah, Irandi. I'm already here, Sorry. Justin. Yeah, I, yes, thank you. Know, you. Haunted, I'm <laughs> okay, say your um, goodbyes, Justin, because I yeah, need to. Goodbye, and see you next time. Okay, bye bye, Justin. Uh, so let me see, guys. What? I hope you enjoyed what we talked about today. I enjoyed it, even though I was uh, very scared. But that's a part of life. Sometimes you're scared, sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're a crybaby like me. Uh, and this is one of the reasons why I don't watch horror movies. But stay tuned for other episodes. Stay tuned, my peeps. And au revoir. Khuda Hafiz.